Hey, welcome in. It's your guy Lee. I sat down with San Diego native, national billboard charting artist, songwriter, and producer, Dago Smooth. Listen in on our conversation about his experiences in the music industry and what he is working on now. Let's do this. Welcome to Hindsight the Podcast. Hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is key. Hindsight is key. To learn that, you don't need no type of degree. Type of degree. Learn from the past, see what the present gonna be. Uh, yeah. I'm a wise man, look at these blessings on me. Whoa, whoa. Hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is key. Hindsight is key. To learn that, you don't need no type of degree. Type of degree. Learn from the past, see what the present gonna be. Uh, yeah. I'm a wise man, look at these blessings yeah. on me. The Hindsight Podcast, hosted by Lee Jones, the one and only, my homie, bringing the past to the present and affecting the future for the better. All right, do we show the recording started? Yeah. All right, cool. What's going on, Dago? Smooth with the V. I like that. I like that. Welcome to Hindsight, the podcast. It's good having you on here. You doing today, sir? Peace, peace. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. It's right. pretty good. You know, for everybody, we, we, we try new things on here. So we, we're doing this whole interview over the phone, uh, phone app. So uh, so hopefully everything turn out good. I think right. it will. So I just want to talk. And Dago, is that your real name? Uh, no. Uh, so, so I rap. So I'm an artist. So basically, uh, you know, this is kind of you know, my thing, you know, Dago Smooth is is my pseudonym, of course, you know what I'm saying? Because I am from San Diego, California. So, you know, Dago is is the slang terminology for my city. So how'd you come up with uh, the Dago Smooth? Yeah, so actually a female, uh, she told me like, hey, you just too smooth for me. Like, you know, you just too smooth for me. So, so originally, like my name was too smooth. And then uh, I switched it to Dago Smooth because uh, it's more, it just made more sense. And then, of course, like I just wanted to rebrand myself. And then on top of that, uh, just wanted to represent the city and, you know, just give, yeah, give yeah. you know, just give the city what they want, pretty much. So so how long have you been rapping? Uh, so professionally, I've been doing this since 2012, uh, but I've been rapping since like around I say ninety nine, two thousand. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. And you all are you from San Diego? I say that because you know a lot of people here, military town right. stuff like that. Most people aren't really born here. Right. I, I shouldn't even say most. A lot of people aren't born here. So, are you originally from San Diego? Yeah, I'm from San Diego, but I traveled around, moved around a little bit. So I spent a lot of time on the East Coast as a kid. So I kind of. Oh, where- where at? Where at? New York. Coast. I'm from the East Coast. New York, the Bronx. New York. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm from Maryland. Okay. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland. So, okay. All right, Be More. All right. Uh, no, that's our nickname. I got to Be More Smooth, yep, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were both your, and I read this somewhere, so I'm saying it as fact, but mm-hmm. I'm really asking you to confirm it. Were both of your parents in the military? Uh, yes. What What branch? Uh, Navy and uh, Marines, of course. Makes Navy sense. and the Marines. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I was I I, I did the army thing and mm-hmm. uh, I ended up going to going to Camp Pendleton, so okay. go figure, right? Right. You talk about your mom in one of your interviews that you did. Right. And you were saying that your mom played calypso tapes. 
Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell me a little bit about what Calypso tapes are and, and how that got you interested in music. Yeah, yeah. So, so like Calypso is like, how would I explain it? Like, it's like the indigenous music of the Caribbean. So, you know, my family, you know, we're all Caribbean, you know, we're all West Indian. So, you know, Calypso was like a big part of my childhood. So going through these tapes, like my mom would let me wind the tapes back up, you know, like, you know, back right, in the day, you right, had to right. wind the tape, you know, you had to wind the tapes back up, <laughs> you know, so, you know, my moms would let me wind the tapes back up. I guess that was like my thing to do. So I would wind the tapes back up and my moms would play these tapes and I would like all the instruments and, you know, the sound and all of that. And so then I would kind of like, you know, try to figure out like, you know, what it is and learn the lingo a little bit. And of course, when I spent my time in the Caribbean as a child, like I got more introduced to it. So, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's big though. It's big. Okay. Okay. So coming up, uh, you had some influential, uh, rappers. So who would like your top five influence, like not top five rappers, but the ones that kind of influenced you and it could be R and B as well. Yeah. So, you know, uh, game, of course, game is a big influence. Uh, he, he definitely influenced my career a lot early on. Um, I know, uh, Nipsey Hussle, of course, uh, Richie Evans, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot, you know, Nas, uh, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many that I can name, but, you know, I mean, those are just the ones that I could think of right now, but, you know, definitely, definitely those, those first two. So I remember when I was younger, I was a teenager and I had a friend of mine and her mom had a, I didn't know she had a studio, but she had a studio in the, in, in the basement of her house. All right. And she invited uh, me and my friends over there because we were playing around with rap at the time. And um, she invited us over there. I didn't, like I said, we didn't know she had a, a studio, but we got in there. It's beautiful. Right. And she was like, all right, get on there. She started laying some tracks down and dude, we like blew that opportunity. I just want to put it out there. Right. Oh, yeah. Cause that's my hindsight. Right. right. <laughs> I wish I would have took advantage of that opportunity. Right. When was your first like real introduction? Not really introduction, but introduction into the business of of rap. And how did how did you go about navigating that? Right. So my first like major major introduction to it was like you know moving around with game and kind of like you know getting my feet wet like with the promotion and like learning how how the business works on that side, like learn, like learning the inside part of the business and like learning that there's more to it than just sitting in front of the microphone. Like, you know, there's, there's merchandise, there's, you know, marketing, there's, uh, you know, A&R work. I mean, there's so many moving parts to this business that is that most artists tend to not really pay attention to. So early on, like, I kind of made it my my business to pay attention to those things. When did you sign your first deal? And and tell me a little bit about that experience. Was it good? Was it a good contract? Uh, did you learn a lot? All of that stuff. So so the first contract that I signed uh, was with a label that was a Sony subsidiary, right? And um, right. I don't really want to, you know, uh, speak ill, but I'm going to just keep it a buck. Like, I'm going to just keep it real. So 
basically what happened was I gave, I signed the deal. I came up off tour from Japan. Uh, I came off tour. They heard my music. Uh, they wanted me to come up and sign a deal with them. I came and signed the deal. Uh, I ended up putting out my first project. And, you know, I had already kind of knew how the business was supposed to run. And I kind of already had an idea of how I wanted my marketing to go and how I'd want certain things to, to run. And we kind of didn't see eye to eye. And, you know, we kind of didn't have a decent agreement, you know, like I expected them to do something. They expected me to do something and I held up my end of the bargain. So I'm looking at them like, hey, you know, what can we do? And they don't really want to, you know, budge. So I said, hey, can y'all give me a clean release? And they gave me one. So basically that's where, you know, because I own my own masters. So, you know, that's a good thing. You got to own your masters. So I own my masters. So I just took all my masters and left. And they took my uh, my project off of uh, iTunes and what and whatnot. But we're going to re-release it. And uh, we're going to definitely give it to the people. Uh, anyone that has any copies of those out there, because I floated some copies out there. So anybody that has those, I'm never making any more copies, any more physical copies of those anymore. So if whoever has those, like you lucky. <laughs> so, oh, <wow. laughs> so yeah, man. I, I know that's right. I know that's right. So, hey, let me ask you something. So in this, you said that you had a, you had an idea, but let me, did you have a team with you or was it just, just you operating uh, the business, the the uh, artists, you know, all of these different things. Yeah, so so I had a team with me. Um, you know, it was uh, myself and a few of my friends, and of course my A and R, uh, who who unfortunately ain't ain't with us anymore. So, you know, he um he passed. So definitely, you know, he was a major part of of uh, the team and what and what we were doing at that time, and um, you know. We went into it knowing like all well that like we needed to own our masters. We needed to make sure that they held up their end of the bargain. And when they kind of didn't hold up their end, it was like, hey, we have to cut ties. So we kind of had to make our own way for a while. And uh, my engineer at the time, he ended up finding a label and he, he ended up starting his own. And, you know, I kind of moved all my stuff over there and, you know, just decided to partner up with him and kind of start my start my label and you know get things running off the ground for real so i'm going back because like i said this is hindsight right so right so looking at how things happen mm -hmm. and on that first uh deal that you signed right what would you knowing now what would you have done a little differently or would you have done anything differently or is it just one of those things that you just have to go through I think it's one of those things that you really have to go through and you got to really understand it because I mean, most, most people sign deals, right. And especially if they got, you know, a lot of money on the table, they'll sign a deal and you know, they won't understand like, Hey, I need to get my own lawyer. Like I need to get, right. you know, my own, you know, publicist and X, Y, Z. Like, so I knew firsthand, like, hey, we got to get a lawyer, like, you know, took it over to a lawyer. So that part I wouldn't change. But what I would change is that I would probably have a stronger management, somebody that would be able to fight on my behalf, 
and be able to like make things work on my behalf. Like, you know, just be a team player, basically. I mean, I did have someone who kind of did that, but they weren't really seasoned in the industry. So if I had someone who was really seasoned in the industry to be able to like navigate me around at that time, then it would have made sense. I mean, you know, the people that I had connections with, they were mostly artists, so they really couldn't do that. And I really wasn't looking for them to do that either. Like, I really wasn't ever looking for handouts, just only, you know, some game or some knowledge or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I get that. You said you got your own label now. What's the name of that one? The Fly West Collective. Fly West Collective. Yeah, tell me a little, tell me a little bit about that and knowing what you went through, right? How do you take care of the artists that you have? Right. So, you know, the Fly West Collective, you know, basically what it is, is we're, I look at it as a group of people, you know, who, who not only, you know, love music and and the art and whatever have you, but, you know, we kind of pride ourselves on taking care of the artists first, like is, is artists first, you know, because, Oftentimes we see that labels tend to not take care of their artists and we kind of see what's happening now in the music industry where, you know, a lot of these artists are not staying with us too long. So, right. you know, it's right. it's kind of my uh, thing as as the industry changes, we kind of adapt to, you know, how we need to treat and keep our artists. So for me, uh, we tend to stand on you like you know management like we tend to manage our artists like we tend to develop our artists like we don't want you know to have them out there not having good pr like you know they need to know how to talk in front of you know media like they need to know these things because i mean you have people like uh like you know a kanye or a or you know a jay-z who are really big and who have a lot of power in their voice. And, you know, if these people were to go out and say certain things, um, you know, it could cause a PR nightmare, you know? And when you have money on the line and you have people's, you know, livelihoods and their jobs or whatever have you on the line, like you really got to think smart. You really got to play your, your role correctly. And I mean, it doesn't say, and it doesn't really mean that you have to sell out your beliefs but there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. You mentioned a polarizing figure right now in, in how words messaging mm-hmm. uh, things could, could really cause a PR nightmare right. in, in Kanye. Right. So really briefly, right. what do you think on that? How would you handle that? Yeah. I mean, like say for me, you know, what I would tell Kanye is look, I, it's not that people would disagree there are people that are going to agree, but it's how you say things. It's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? So just because you're Kanye or Ye, let me just, you know, respect him, Ye, just because you're Ye doesn't mean that you can just say whatever you want and no one, you know, take notice or no one get offended. Like, you know, if I were to say something like that, or somebody else who's not Kanye, like I'm pretty sure someone someone would say something, but it's not going to get the billions of hits and the billions of you know uh, uh, reach. True. Like the reach is That's not going to be that far. So for That's someone fair. like him, he has to understand that you know your voice, uh, your voice carries, and what you say can 
can be used against you for real. Like, you know, you pay for everything you say, whether directly or indirectly. So and 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 for and for the record, yeah, I absolutely do not agree with this line of uh, thought that he has going on right now. Right. So right. I you know, I don't you know, I don't I don't, you know, disagree, but I will say that there's a way that it has to be said and there's a way that, you know, uh that you put it out there, you know, I mean, there's, there's ways to do things. And I mean, you can work in the political sphere or you can, you know, work, uh, you know, in any sphere that, that, that doesn't cause confusion. Like, dude, you can, you can do a lot of things. I mean, like he has a lot of money. Like, I mean, money talks. So, I mean, you can, you can move things in places that you want them. You just have to know how to leverage these things. And I think that he, probably doesn't know how to leverage those things. I mean, and you know, there, I mean, there's tons of, of businessmen out here who, who lobby and leverage all day. So, Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, I get that. you know, so yeah, he got, all he right. has a, yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, so tell me a little bit more about Fly West Collective. I saw some nice swag, right? Right. Uh, nice shirt, hat, and all these, and definitely the chain, right? Right, right. But is any of that merchandising, is it is it available for anybody to purchase, or is it just for your artists and your team? So right now, uh, I'm going to be making my beanies available for purchase, right? So right. these these are going to be limited edition for the time being. Of course, it's getting cold out, so, you know, I definitely want people to protect their neck. So, uh you know, um, definitely, definitely get a uh, get some of these coming up here soon. I'm gonna be printing these out and, and getting these out to people. Um, okay. As far as the chains, these are only for my artists uh, and myself, Absolutely. of course, and, and, and my artists and affiliates. Um, if you want one of these, uh, your bars better be nice. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, your bars better be nice, man. You better be nice, man. You bet. You better be nice at something. I mean, videography. You know, A and R's. I mean, anything. We're, we're. I'm actually looking to hire some people soon too. So, you know, um, definitely looking for uh people to come in and you know bring their expertise. Definitely looking for some engineers. Uh, we're gonna be doing some tours. We're gonna be doing some shows. Definitely gonna start opening up a studio here soon. So, you know, things are looking pretty good. What if you have someone who believes they can spit some bars at you, right? Right. How do they approach you? Or your collective. Right. So, I mean, I really don't mind people, you know, coming up to me. I really don't mind it. I mean, of course, with everything going on now, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty aware. Uh, You know what I'm saying? My team is pretty aware. But, you know, most of the time people, you know, shoot me a a DM or something. They'll probably shoot me their stuff or, you know, they'll, uh, they'll, you know, usually I'll find them. Oftentimes, usually I'll right. find them. Okay. And, and, and you okay. know, I just be like, oh man, this is dope. And I'll reach out to them. But, you know, oftentimes people will send me stuff. To, you know, you can hit me up at, you know, bizforcemove at gmail.com. I'm going to go ahead and put the email up soon too, because, you know, I had to make sure that <laughs> everything is solid. Yeah. So, you I know, got you. so yeah, yeah, so you can reach me at bizforcemove at gmail.com. Uh, you can send all your links or whatever you want. Um, if you do anything, you know, whether it's videography, uh, you know, 
um, anything of that nature. Yeah, we're looking for all of that right, right now. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? Like, man, we definitely I, I, I in the game right now. I hear you. I hear you. Help wanted. Jobs available. Ain't not because, like, because right. to be honest right now, like, that's kind of my thing. Like, you know, there's not enough jobs, of course. I, that's what I feel. And I kind of want to get young people mainly because I kind of want to get people into the music industry and kind of teach them the right way. Like teach them that, you know, the music industry is not, it doesn't have to be this evil monster. You know what I'm saying? Record labels don't have to be this evil monster. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be that way. Like change, change the game, so to speak. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's really what I'm looking for, you know? And then also uh, to help these people and kids and whoever, to like, you know, foster their creativity, man. Like, get them out there. Like, who knows, man? I could probably end up having one of the dopest engineers to ever do it. And, you know, they yeah. go on and, you know, do whatever they have to do. Like, hey, that's kind of what I want. Like, I want to be able to churn right. out good people. Churn out good. churn out the collective, man. All right. Hey, we're going we gonna to rewind it back just All a right. little bit. And so, so starting from then, in the beginning to now right right what is what is one of uh a major challenge that you had to overcome so just kind of explain that maybe in the industry maybe in your mentality your approach uh and then how you work your way through it right to come out on the other side right uh maintaining focus you know maintaining focus was like one of the hard ones you know because the music industry kind of moves fast you know, it moves pretty quick. So it's like, you know, if you don't got the right team around you and you kind of like got your hands in so many things, like it could be stressful for you. So, you know, sometimes that's all you got. You got to do with what you got. So you got to work through it. You know, like sometimes you got the moments, like when Nip said, you had in moments where like you got to take a second and, you know, come back to it. You know, so having a, having to really, you know, deal with like a loss. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like really having to deal with a with, with a true loss and, you know, having to bounce back from it. And it's only you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's only you right, in the corner. Right. So, so having to deal with stuff like that, like, you know, and to be able to bounce back from it and to be able to learn like, hey, this is what I did wrong. This is what I could have did. Like, you know, even though, like, you know, it may not be ideal, like, at least now you know, like, what you can get through. You know what I mean? Right. I hear you. So do you do you make it a practice? I make it a practice for me right. uh, to take a look in the mirror. Right. You know what I'm saying? How can I do better? Right. Even if I think something, you know, someone else maybe had caused it. What what can I have done or what should I have done? Right. You know what I'm saying in this situation? So I, I use that looking in the mirror type technique to kind of hopefully get myself a little better. And you mentioned having a good team as well. Right. So uh, what, what do you do? Like, how do you, how do you assess, you know what I'm saying? Those things to help you continue to grow. Counsel. Counsel. Oh, nice. Like, nice. Like always seek counsel. If it's one thing that like I, I pride myself on and, and what people have always told me, like seek counsel, seek people, you know, in your field or or, you know, who know what or who knows what they're doing or talking about in your specific situation and seek them out. 
like, you know, I went and I would go to Nip when, you know, Nip was here. I would go to the store or go to a show or whatever and just get game, just get knowledge. Like, I didn't want any anything from him except that. Like, that was cool enough for me. And, you know, whenever I had those questions, like, you know, for game or whoever, like, whenever I had those questions, I always was able to seek counsel. So it's like, you know, don't be afraid to hit some of these guys up. Like, don't be afraid to, you know, put your feelers out there and, you know, really tap in with them. Cause you know, if you really got it and and you really about that, like they'll listen, believe me, they'll listen. I almost don't need to ask this next question because you basically just answered it there, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Right. What bit of advice would you give to someone new to the industry, a new artist coming out and they're just about to, you know, get in, get into the, uh, the rap game or the music industry? I would say be aware. That's the first one. Be aware. Just be aware of what's around you. Be aware of the people around you. Be aware of the situations that you could be getting yourself into when you're talking about money and financing and financing your career. Like, know what you're getting into. Know the people you're dealing with. Two, like, stay focused. If there's one thing Nip told me, stay focused. Like, there's so many distractions out there, whether it's family, women, whatever. If it's a distraction, it's a distraction. Like, and and people, like, and your family and your loved ones and people that understand, that know where you're going, like, they'll understand and they'll be with you 110% of the way. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, so, and the third one, and the last one is just love it. Have fun. Love it. Like, if you love it, not only will you not work a day in your life, as some people will say, but it will never feel like a chore. It'll never feel like a job, a nine to five. You'll never get up in the morning and say, man, I got to do another show. Man, I got to get into the studio again. Like, nah, you're yeah. going to love it. You're going to love getting to getting into the lab and going to shows and doing interviews and talking to people like you. You know what I mean? Like, you'll love that. Right. So, right. yeah. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Have a love for it. You know what I'm saying? Don't just do it for the money. Like, the money going to come, man. Believe me. And not all money is good money, too, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great advice. <laughs> All right, I got one final question, and this can, you know, answer it however you want. Right. Is there any, is there anything that I haven't asked you, right, that you'd like to put out, that you'd like to talk about? Or you can ask me a question. It can be whatever you want to do, right? But is there anything that you want to put out uh, that I haven't asked you so far? I um. So one thing I put out there is I got a new project coming out, right? I low-key didn't want right. to plug it. But I'll just plug it because it's you, all right? So, and, and, and dude, hey, you another brother, man, so I got to plug it, all right? So, right, right. This is the first time I'm doing this, too. Like, you, like this is exclusive right here, mind you. Here we go. So, here we go. I got a new project coming out. It's the I Didn't Want You to Wait This Long project, right? It's going right. to come out next year, right? There's no official release date, but it's 2023, right? So, it's going to be out. I'm going to drop it. It's dope. It's six songs. I put all of these songs oh, wow. together over a number of 
years, right? Put this thing together right. and I'm going to put this out for the people. It's my first release uh, is being being a partner with Lucent. So, man, this is going to be lit. This is going to be my first release on my label, too. So this is going to be dope. Uh, I also got some artists. Uh, I got JC The Business, who's who's also going to be coming out with music as well. So he's definitely another San Diego artist I'm going to be putting out. Uh, I got another okay. couple people that I'm going to be dropping as well. So, I mean, hey, anybody that want to reach out, y'all already know. Y'all got that email last. So, hey, it's lit. So, also, last but not least, this is my last thing for real. I'm going to be throwing shows as well, too. So, anybody that see that Fly West Presents on there, y'all know that that's me. <laughs> so, right. I'm going to be throwing right. my horse. Huh? Hey, hey, so 2023 going to be lit. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. 2023 is going to be the Southern California is going to be my area, my my home base. Right. So this is where I'm going to be doing a lot of my stuff at Southern California. So Southern California going to be in for it. So a lot of your favorite artists, I'm going to make sure that I bring them to your cities. Uh, if y'all want to follow me, y'all follow me at Dago Smooth, D-A-Y-G-O-S-M-O-O-V-E on everything <laughs> and hit me up. Hey, Dago, so where where can we find these flyers at? Where are they going to be posted at? So you'll see these online. You'll see these on uh, Instagram. You can go to The Fly West on Instagram, and you'll definitely see them there. Y'all can follow that account. Uh, I'll also be doing a lot of giveaways and a lot of stuff like that. So if y'all follow that account, y'all definitely be locked in for them giveaways. I'm trying. I'm trying to get in there and get one of them beanies. You, you're oh, going to yeah. be giving, out, I, giving I, away I, one of them beanies. I, I, I got you. I got you. Let me know. And then I'll go ahead and send you one. When I make them, I'll go ahead and send you one. I got you. My man. All right. Hey, it's been a pleasure uh, taking taking a few minutes out of your day. Day goes smooth. Always. Um, I really appreciate it. 2023 going to be looking out for you for some really good things. Um, I'm signing up on Instagram, not just to get the beanie, but just to check out and see what's going on. You know, right, with you right. and your team, and make sure you stay focused, my brother. Make sure you stay on track. Always, All man. Right. And and low key, like, hey, if you want me to pop in, man, on your podcast, man, you want me to pop in and do it in person. You know, I'm always welcome to do it in person. I'm not too far, man. I know you're not. You're right down the road, and I'm gonna hold you to that. All right. All right, my man. Hey, take care, Dago. All right, man. You too. All right. Love. Hindsight is 2020, hindsight is key. Hindsight is key. To learn that, you don't need no type of degree. Type of degree. Learn from the past, see what the present gon' be. Uh, yeah. I'm a wise man, look at these blessings on me. Whoa, whoa. Hindsight is 2020, hindsight is key. Hindsight is key. To learn that, you don't need no type of degree. Type of degree. Learn from the past, see what the present gon' be. Uh, yeah. I'm a wise man, look at these blessings yeah. on me.